The best book to read is the Bible. The best book to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will guide you on your way. Oh, the best book to read is the Bible. Let us pray. Our song says the best book to read is the Bible. Maybe to you, reading the Bible is a herculean task. I'd like you to bow down your heads and talk to God. That from today, if you have not been, that you will want to be a student of the Bible. That reading the Bible from today will be a relish unto you. Just talk to God. God is here and he will do exactly that. If you mean it from your heart. Talk to God. Talk to God. Today we are considering the word, a topic mentored by his word for whole cancer. Mentored by his word for whole cancer. The word of God is a wonderful treasure like we sang it is indeed a wonderful treasure it is the gift of god without measure and the composer of the song says we are going to travel together my bible and i that is wherever i am i will be with my bible i'm traveling i'm at home anywhere i will be with my bible the other one says the best book to read is the Bible. Precious Father, we have come before you this morning. We are not sitting before any man. We are sitting before you. And Daddy, we ask, O oh Lord Jesus, that you might speak unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for you here at us. For in Jesus' name we pray. Once again, our topic says, mentored by his word for whole cancer. Want to look at the words that make, us, make up this topic. We have the word mentored. We have, the, we have his word. We have for whole cancer. The word there, whole, is playing the role of an adjective, qualifying Qualifying cancer. And then his there is also playing the role of an adjective. Qualifying the, qualifying the word. The word of God. He says, his word. This is the Bible. And this is the word of God. This is the greatest gift that God has given to us. Even though some of us don't recognize that. And that is why we could have our Bible. We won't read our Bible. We keep our Bible there. We only remember we have our Bible on Sunday morning. Or maybe on Saturday. You want to bring it out, you know, because you don't want to come to church on, uh, late on Sunday. You bring it out on, sat on Saturday and you dust it, you know. And when you're coming to church on Sunday, you come with it. The composer of the song says, it is the greatest gift that God has given to you and I. 
the greatest gift he has given to mankind. And that is the word we are talking about. This Bible is the greatest gift given to us. It is the manufacturer's manual. Compiled by the manufacturer, which is God, through his specially chosen vessels for our directions and our guidance. Praise the Lord. We say we are going to look at the components. We have looked at the word, which is the, uh, uh, the Bible, the word of God. We also want to look at the word mentor. If we are looking at mentor, it says mentored. The past tense of what? Mentor. Mentor is a verb and a past tense of the word mentor. In other words, it is the finished work of the mentor. Or the finished work of a mentoring process. Now, let us look at, let's, let, let's see what, what mentor is. But before then, I want us to look at other words that we can use in place of mentor. That word, mentor. You can look at, uh, you can see, you know, counselor. You can say a counselor. Words that could replace the word mentor. A counselor. A teacher. A, 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 a guide. An advisor. A tutor. A discipler, as our people in a peace house call it. A discipler. Now, definition. A, me- a mentor. A mentor is an experienced advisor and a, 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 and a supporter. Somebody usually older and more experienced who advises and guides a less experienced person. And also a younger, a younger, less experienced person over a period of time. Let's look at counsel. Counsel is something that provides direction or guide as to a decision or course of action. It gives recommendation to someone about a decision or course of action. We said mentored is a past tense of mentor. And we have defined mentor. Let us also look at mentoring. Mentoring. I want to look at two definitions given by some people. Let's look at mentoring as defined by Robert Clinton. Robert Clinton sees mentoring as a relationship through which one person empowers another by sharing God-given resources. The second definition by John Mallison is very close to that of Robert, but with a little addition. Mallison sees mentoring as a dynamic relationship of trust in which one enables another to maximize the grace of God in his or her life and service. The definition of Clinton and Robertson are very similar. But for Malison, um, sorry, for Malison, he says that it's a dynamic 
relationship of trust. I want to look at that word dynamic. When you talk about dynamic, you talk about something that is active. Something that is alive. Something that is energetic and vibrant. Something that is self-motivated. You talk about self-motivation. The issue of willingness coming. You know, comes in. A relationship. If you are not, go- if you are not going out with anything from here, I want you to remember that word, relationship. As you go, a relationship. We are talking about mentoring. A mentoring, there must be that relationship. And you know, the mentoring we are talking about here, we are talking about mentoring by the word. We are talking about mentoring by the word. It's no other thing than mentoring by who? By God. Because God and his word are inseparable. They cannot be separated. You know, the focus, our theme for this year is living by every word of God. Without being mentored by God, you cannot. From our topic, who is the mentor? The word of God. By his word. The word of God. And we know that the word of God is God. In Genesis, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with who? With God. And the word was God. When you are talking about mentoring by his word, we are talking about mentoring by God. Because God's word is God. Praise the Lord. Now, what does it mean to be mentored by this word? By the word of God? It means, we can say it means to be trained by his word, by God. It means to be tutored. It means to be discipled. It also means to be directed. It means to receive guidance from the word of God. God talks. God directs. He guides. He did that for his children, for the cho- for people that ran this race before us. And he's doing it today. He will do it for you and for me. If we care to do what? To listen to him. If we care to do what? To read this word. If we care to do what? To study the word. And if we make up our mind to do what? To act the word. Our brother, Ezra. We can see from Ezra chapter 7 verse 10. He prepared his heart to read this word. To meditate on the word and to live out the word. That leads us to this top topic or this question How can one be mentored by the word of God? How can we be mentored by the word of God? 
We're talking about, she says, mentored by his word for whole counsel. How can we be mentored by the word? When we were defining mentoring, we say it is an active what? Relationship. Are we following? We say it's an active relationship. For you, for us, to be mentored by the word, first and foremost, there has to be that willingness to be mentored. In defining mentoring, uh, 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 Malison says that it is an active relationship of trust. For one to be mentored by God, there has to be that willingness on your part. You know, in a relationship, it takes more than one person. At least two people, isn't it? So, you know that if you are, there is a relationship and, you know, it's only the effort is coming just from one person. That relationship will not last. Is that so? It has to take the, all the people involved, the two people, the two persons. Here, the two people involved are God and who? God and who? And man. I want you to personalize it. God and who? God and uh, me. There has to be that willingness. And we say a relationship of trust. We know that God is a faithful God. God can always be what? Trusted. So which means that if it, the relationship is not going as it's supposed to, the fault is from who? From, from who? From me. So we said that the starting point of mentoring, there has to be that willingness. Our definition says, it says, a relationship, an active relationship. Active, we said self-motivation. You as an individual, as an individual, you have to make up your mind that you want to be mentored. God, in fact, God's hands are wide open. Looking for people to mentor. God is looking for, it's, it's, you know, it's like God is waiting for us. He wants to mentor you. God wants to mentor me. So the problem is from us. If only we can make up our mind and say, Father, from today, Kai, I want to come under you. I want to come under your school. I want to come under your lecturing, your training. Ah. God will, you know, receive it. Because of course, that's what he's waiting for. It has to be a predetermined thing. You have to plan it, like Ezra. Maybe somebody will read that Ezra for us. Ezra chapter 7, verse 10. Another person reads for us. Psalm 42, 1 to 2. Another person... First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. Ezra 7 verse 10. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. Okay. Yes. Psalm 42 verse 1 to 2. Psalm 42 verse 1. As the deer pants for streams of water, 
So my soul pants for you, O God. My soul tests for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Praise the Lord. Let's see uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2a. 1 Peter 2, 2a. 1 Peter 2, 2a says, As newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word. We're talking about, we said, we're looking at, we're looking at how one can be mentored by God. And we're looking at that topic, or what, we, what, what we title, Willingness. Mm. For Ezra, Ezra, was, Ezra prepared his mind. It's not all by accident. It's not just that you come and maybe somebody, you go, you just do it, hit, hit and run. You do it because somebody has. And you just, just, just that. And then the psalmist says, As the deer pants after water in the water book, so panted my, fo- so, my soul after you. After your word. We're saying, willingness. You have to make up your mind. There has to be that drive. There has to be that drive. That hunger for the word. That hunger. And of course, if we hunger after the word of God, and of course God will do what? He will fill us. Another thing is treasure. You have to value the word. You have to treasure the word of God. If we look at Job chapter 23 verse 12. It says, Neither have I gone back from your commandments, from the commandments of your lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. New Living Translation will say, more than my daily food. I would like somebody to read for us Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 16. Jeremiah 15 16. Thy words were found and I did eat them. And they were unto me the rejoicing of my soul. We are talking about treasuring the word of God. Many of us, we treasure so many things. I know because we treasure those things, we make time for them. No matter how that thing may be so difficult to get. But because we treasure it. Because you treasure it. You can give anything to get that thing. But do we treasure the word of God? If you treasure the word of God, you wouldn't wait for people to remind you of the word. You will yearn for the word. You will long for the word. You will crave the word. If you have not studied the word of God, I mean, you are not at peace. You are not satisfied. In scripture, you know, there is this matter. No Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no what? I don't know about your own. Your own may be. No Bible, no lunch. 
No Bible, no supper. Do you know that so many of us, we take our breakfast, we take our lunch, we take dinner. Some of us, even to the extent of taking in between meals, without, study, without reading the Bible. What does food? What, does food, what, what is food to man? If you don't eat food for some time, what, what, what do you think will happen to you? Yes, what do you think will happen to you? Her mommy says weak. You'll be weak. She says you'll be malnourished. Have you ever seen a child suffering from kwashoko? Have you ever seen a child suffering from kwashoko? How do you know? Is it the doctor that, you know? When you see a child suffering from kwashoko, how do you know? There are obvious signs. Some of them you see their tummy. Very big. Even that person may not have even eaten. Big head. Big tummy. In fact, if the child, if you remove the dress, you will see as if it's very oily, shining. Have you seen it before? And a chronic one. You know, after a while, sorry, we have a medical personnel. See, after a while, you see that, you know, the, the, the muscles, the, the body will just start breaking. You see water gushing out. Have you seen it before? Parents here, let me ask. Will you want to have that kind of person as a child? If you are a parent here, you want to have that kind of... Let me see your hand up. Nobody. But you know that many of us, we are suffering from spiritual kwashoko. And you expect God to be happy with us. Let me tell us, God is not happy. Just as you will not be happy having that kind of child as your child. You won't be proud to have that child as your child. God is not happy. We do the fall that are spiritually malnourished. If you don't study the word of God, you are malnourished spiritually. I want to remind us. Maybe you don't know. You have not thought about it. That is who you are exactly. I want us to make up our minds from today. Make up your mind. I thank God for this church. At the beginning of the year, we'll always advertise these reading guides. There are so many of them. You have daily guide. You have daily manna. You have vinyaka. Daily power. Daily milk. Have all these things. And so many of them that I may, I may not be mentioning here. You may have bought it. Some of us bought it at the beginning of the year. We are not even using it. Some of us, we don't even know where it is. You don't know where it is, even now. You bought it, eh? Uh, 350. 400 naira. So that had you, I will raise up my hand as well. It does not end in possessing the daily reading notes. Some of us here, you may, your Bible may be bigger than mine. Bigger than our venerable's own. You may have them. It doesn't end in having them. Do you read them? Do you use them? God is calling us today. God is awakening us. If you have this, our bulletin, 
If you turn to it, I have not looked at it. But I know that they always uh, this uh, walking through the Bible. There is a plan. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. In fact, uh, if there is anybody here who doesn't read the Bible, there is anybody here who, do, who doesn't you know, regard the word of God, hmm, you will face God and see, God is not going to be merciful. Because for our venerable, he has played his part. You may make up your mind to start from today. To be steadfast from today. Do you know one thing? It's because, you know, if they are giving prophecy, I, I watch. Yeah, when the prophecy is going on, everybody will be calm. Everybody will be quiet. Hey, God is speaking. Yes, God is speaking. Do you know that? This is God. This is what? God. As you wake up in the morning, make up your father, you make up your mind. And you have, you know, you may have taken a decision, you and you alone, under God, father, I won't hear any other person until I have heard you. You carry your Bible in the morning and you are there, you are looking at the Bible and God is talking to you. God is very close to us. God is very, as you are sitting there, he's there with you. He's very close. He wants to talk. To as many that will do what? Listen. That is the issue of treasuring the word. And another thing, even though it's akin to that, is devoting yourself to the study of the word. Doing it diligently. Doing it consciously. Doing it determinedly. There could be distractions. But refuse to be distracted. Refuse to be distracted. God has given us everything. And no wonder he, 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 you know, he, he tells us in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8a This book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth but we shall do what? Meditate on it when? Day and uh, night. And when you do you will do what? You will, ha- you will prosper and do what? Have good success. If we look at Psalm 1, verse 1 and 2, it says, Blessed is that man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor seated in the seat of discomfort. But that his delight is where? It's in the law of the Lord. And in it he does what? He meditates day and night. Somebody was just expatiating the importance of the word of God to us and that God himself has done all he, that he could do for man and that it is in this word. He says, somebody was giving a book or giving something and uh, he needs so many dollars. And you know, he said, take this. The person took it. The person was holding it tenaciously. Without knowing that there, was, there are what? Dollars. And the person was suffering. Even to eat was difficult. Because he, has not, he didn't open the book. He has not opened the book. If he had opened the book, he would have discovered that he has everything that he needs for life. 
in that book. That's exactly what God has given to you and I. God has given us this precious gift. This wonderful gift. But we are shortchanging ourselves because we don't study the word. We are shortchanging ourselves because we don't study this word. Well, as we go further, why do we need the mentoring of this word? Why do we need the mentoring of this word? Let me sing this song as we look at it. The first and foremost thing is for what? For growth and uh, nourishment. Read your Bible, pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day. If you want to grow, if you want to grow, if you want to grow, read your Bible, pray every day if you want to Firstly, let's put it this way. Shun your Bible. Don't ever pray. Don't ever pray. Don't ever pray. Shun your Bible. Don't ever pray. If you want to shrink. If you want to shrink. If you want to shrink, shun your Bible. Don't ever pray if you want to shrink. Do you want to shrink? Are you sure? If you don't want to shrink, read your Bible. My son, my son in Portacourt, the day we took him back to Portacourt, we got there, we said, that was his, the first year, the first day in that school, uh, Portacourt. We said, before we left him, we said, Prof, come. I just wanted to see, you know, their food. The way, you know, the way their food and their, the size of food. You know, he has always been at home, primary school, secondary school, at home with me, you know. So now he was going, I, I said, let's go. Daddy, we took him back. We got to, I said, Let me, let's come, let's come and eat. So we went to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to, the canti, to the restaurant in the school there. So they gave him food. Hey, I looked at that food. The size of the food was so small. Couple with the kind of food, you know, you eat at home. You know, you just dish. Dish as much as you can. But there in the school, come and see the portion that they gave him. I said, ah, please, ask for extra. I said, Ask, you know, say, Mommy, don't worry, don't worry. Let me start adjusting. Let me start adjusting. And then he said, When we're going, he said, I said, When I get home, I'm going to tell your younger brother so that he will start cutting his meal so that it will not be drastic. He said, Mommy, leave him all. 
Hapo kwa yakori weko karibu small signs. What am I talking? I'm talking about the word what? Shrinking. If we don't read the word of God, we what? A small signs spiritually. Praise the Lord. We said that the purpose is for growth and for nourishment. We read, we've read the first Peter chapter 2 verse 2. I want to read it. I say, it says, again, let me say, it says, as newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye might grow thereby. There's another version that says crave. Crave. And then, um, if we look at, um, if we look at it from a uh, message Bible, it says, like infants at the breast, drink deep of God's pure milk. Then you will grow up mature. Mature and whole in God. You will grow up mature and whole in God. A kwashoko child can never be matured. Is it possible? Another reason why we should be mentored by the word is for stability and uh, steadfastness. For stability and steadfastness. Daniel chapter 3, 13 to 28. Daniel chapter 6, 7 to 22. We remember our people, the people there is a very familiar scripture. It's a very, very familiar scripture. The issue of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We all know what they faced. They were able to face that issue successfully because they were mentored by what? By the word of God. There, is no, there, you know, there are no two ways about it. There are no two ways about it. For Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had, there was this choice. To bow down to the golden image or face being thrown into where? Into fire. The Bible says, burning fairy furnace. Another version says, blazing furnace. When you're talking about fire, there are fire and there are fire. Have you ever seen a bakery, bread bakery? Have you ever tried? Have you ever seen it? Have you ever tried to go close to it? Or even your oven? My sister here bakes, and so many other people bake. That little oven you have in your house, if it's on, and you are, you are opening it, how do you, you just open it, you know, how do you, eh? Very careful, eh? With oven gloss. And this kind of blazing furnace we are talking about, is not like that oven, no. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they saw it. They saw it. But they were able to do what? They were able to stand. Amaram nonye jisuba huge durum nudo. Amaram yankoma. Oge durum nudo. Amaram nonye jisuba huge durum nudo. Ebili mirini fufenangayanti. Mentored by his word. What about Daniel? 
What about Daniel? Daniel had two options too. One was what? To start to stop doing what? Asking petition of God. But to ask who? Man. And to do or face the risk of what? Being thrown into the lion's den. And because Daniel had been mentored by God, he stood for God. Then I knew that he's not supposed to bow down to any man. Then I knew it was God or who? Or nonest. And he stood. Even if it meant being thrown into the lion's den, he was prepared. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If it meant being thrown into that blazing furnace, they were ready because it was God and nothing. And of course, you know that the king dead, he did it. Daniel was did what, was what? He was thrown into the lion's den. And what happened? Did the lion eat up Daniel? Jehovah Nadindo. Oh, Jehovah Nadindo. has been mentored by the word. It takes somebody that has been mentored by God himself to take that decision. It doesn't happen in the GFU. A definition of mentor, a mentor says over a period of time. Over a period of time. You have, we have to submit ourselves. Under the tutelage. Under the training. Of God. Another reason why we should desire, should aspire to be mentored by God. Is that it gives direction and guidance. I want somebody to open 2 Kings chapter 6, 8 to 12. Another person should open for us Psalm 119 verse 105. One other person can open for us Isaiah 42 verse 16. Please, let's be fast. Second Kings chapter 6 verse 18. 
18 to, no, 8 to 12. Are we there? Yes. Who is, who is reading for Kings us? 6 verse 8. Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware of passing that place, because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Will you not tell me which of, you, which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Praise the Lord. Are we following? In Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I hope we heard what we read. Where we read? Second Kings chapter 6, 8 to 12. The Arameans versus the Israelites. And you know, they were planning, each time they planned to go and wage war, to go and fight these people. As they are planning, God is what? God is what? From where we read, God is what? God is revealing to who? Elisha. God is revealing to Elisha. And so much so, you know, God will reveal. They will plan, God, before they go, God will reveal. And the king became troubled. He said, come, 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 come. Come. Who is the traitor here? Who is betraying us here? Say, ah, come, oh. <laughs> there is nobody. Oh. There is this man of God called Elisha. In fact, even what you are talking in the bedroom, eh? Elisha was is, is he an angel? Elisha was what? Like you and uh, me. Like you and me. You and I. God is looking for Elishas today. He's looking for Elishas. He's looking for Elishas. Maybe today, you say, God, I want to be another Elisha. You know, we say, we say God spoke to the people, and the, and the, you know, the people that went before us, he's still speaking, and he's ready to speak for as many that we care to do what? To listen. As many as we do what? Read. Study. Meditate. And act. Live that word. God is looking for it. For such people. Wouldn't you want to be that, that kind of person? Wouldn't you want to be that kind of person? When somebody is anything, you know before, you, are, you have known it. You are in the know. I want to be that kind of person though. Praise the Lord. Another, another reason is, um, is that it singles us out for excellence. 
it singles us out. If one is mentored by the word of God, you know, you are singled out for excellence. If you look at, if you look at uh, um, Proverbs 22 verse 29, it says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings and not before mean men. If we look at Psalm 119 verse 9, um, 97 to 100, it says, Oh, how I love your instruction. I think about them all day long. Your commands make me wiser than my enemies, for they are my constant guide. Yes, I have more insight than my teachers, for I'm always thinking about your laws. I'm even wiser than the ancient, than the elders, for I have kept your commandments. In fact, this scripture, I saw this scripture fulfilled in a, fr- one, a friend of mine in our early days as Christians. We were mates. We were mates. But this, my friend, though she repented before me, she was given to the study of the word. In fact, she was filled with the word of God. Each time she talked, we were always dazed and perplexed by her wisdom and counsel. If you hear her, hear her talk, it will seem as if it's an, uh, 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 an, an, an old woman that is talking. Her name, this my friend is from Cross River. Nta by name, N-T-A. Nta. If you see her, she doesn't talk much. She wasn't given to so much talking. In fact, I was always looking up onto her at that time. I was always challenged by her life. If you see her, the word of God was her guide. If she talks. We read in Second Kings chapter Second Kings chapter six, eight to, hmm? to twelve. You know the enemies. As they were planning, God was doing what? God was revealing it. Any Christian that is not given to the word of God, uh, given to the study of the word of God, is shortchanging himself or herself. No wonder the Bible admonished or admonishes us in Joshua chapter one verse eight that the book of the law should not depart from our mouth. reason we should study the word of God is that this word of God is eternal, it is flawless and it is perfect. If we look at Psalm 119 verse 89, it tells us, it says the word of God is forever settled in heaven. The word of some version we say it is what? It is eternal. In First Peter chapter 1 verse 25, it says that the word of God endures forever. It is perfect. It endures forever. The word of God can be trusted. You know, the definition of our mentoring says it says, an active relationship of trust. If there is anything that can be trusted, is what? The word of God. The word of God is flawless. The word of God is perfect. The word of God endures forever. 
God can never be confused. Even when the situation you are facing is seemingly unsurmountable. Know it that God can never be late in any situation. Be rest assured. God cannot be outsmarted. He's always on target and on time. God is bigger than any problem. God is bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that one cannot see. God can be depended upon. Let's give ourselves to the study of the word. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32b says, For they that do know their God shall be what? Shall be strong and do exploits. The question is, do you know God? Do we know him? That is our problem. We don't know God. That's our problem. That's our pain. Remember, God has spoken to us in this church. He has not left us in the dark. God spoke to us. He spoke variously and diversely. Even on this present economic recession, or is it a technical recession? God spoke to us in this church. Even the onslaught of the Fulani herdsmen, God warned us before this time. I remember there was, God was talking, he says, dead bodies littered everywhere. Dead bodies littered everywhere. And he says, look up. Do you think that God spoke and went to relax? Do you think that God spoke and went to sleep? Capital no. God is in the midst of the situation. He said we should look up and leave. I want you to also call to mind the issue of Esther, the issue of Mordecai, and the people of Israel. It got to a time Mordecai rose up and he decided, he planned to do what? To <coughs> exterminate to blot out the entire race of Israel. But you know we say that God can never be taken by surprise. Unknown to Mordecai, unknown to Herman, that God had before his plans strategically positioned Esther for the deliverance of his children. That God is there today. He's still there. God can never be taken by surprise. In fact, you know, Herman was rejoicing. He perfected his plans. But God can never be taken by, can't be overtaken by surprise. God is always on time. God is always on target. Another reason is for fruitfulness and prosperity. I'm rounding up. Fruitfulness and uh, prosperity. We have seen it in, um, in um, Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. And we have also seen it in Joshua. God is calling us today. God is calling us today. God is called. I'll summarize. 
I'll just, before we pray, I want to read this Isaiah chapter 42 verse 16. Permit me to read it from the Message Bible. And as I read it, I want us, we'll bow down our heads and we'll pray. It says, I will be a personal guide to them. Directing them through unknown countries. I'll be right there to show them what roads to take. Making sure they don't fall into the ditch. These are the things I will be doing for them. Sticking with them, not leaving them for a minute. What is your Bible study life like? Are you spiritually malnourished? We said that to be mentored, there has to be that willingness on your part. Willingness on the part of the mentor and the mentee. And we've established here from our topic that the mentor is God himself. That we, man, is the mentee. You and I are the mentee. And we say there has to be that willingness. God has given us his word. God wants to mentor us. Are you going to make yourself available unto him? Do you treasure the word of God? Another reason says we have to treasure the word. We have to value the word. We have to devote ourselves. We have to study it diligently. As you bow down your heads in prayer, I want you to begin to talk to God. So many of us, we are malnourished spiritually. We don't even have the essentials. People that talk about amino acids, protein, they, say, they talk about essential amino acids. You just have to have it. If you don't have it, in fact, there are no two ways about it. Job says, I esteem the word of God more than my necessary food. Let us pray. And so, eternal Father, we thank you. And we bless you for your people. And pray, O heavenly King of glory, that as we go into the new week, you will begin to walk on our Bible study lives. You will begin to walk on our prayer lives. You will begin to restrain us from those distractions that you warned us against. The distractions in the television. The distractions in the internet. The distractions in what's application? The distractions in frivolous gossips from our friends. The distractions of the love of pleasure and the love of rest. Heavenly Father, help us to become a people who will prepare their hearts to walk with you and who will measure the steps that they have taken every day. 
grant to have a licking. We pray in Jesus' name.